I was trying to change my account name, not my display name, my account name, and was so frustrated. I was sending multiple emails to Jeff at Amazon. I'm like, why is this so stupidly hard? Why can't I change the name of my account? Selling on Amazon is not passive income, which is why you're here listening to me. My name is Stephen Pope, and I'm the founder of my Amazon guy. In clips like you'll see today, we talk to Amazon sellers and ask them about the pains they experience. We offer solutions. We talk about PPC, SEO, design, and catalog troubleshooting. Enjoy. Hello, sir. How are you? Good to see you again. Ariel, hello again. Yes. Um, I feel like I'm getting a few hundred dollars of value every time, not going through your website and asking for a consulting hour. <laughs> I'm okay with it. You know why? You're coming on camera and you're being vulnerable. Yeah. And, I'm, uh, I'm and you're giving there. value to the Amazon community by doing so. That's that's what I'm trying to do here. I try to pick questions that kind of apply a little bit broader. Um, unfortunately, this first question is pretty simple. Just we've been having trouble with it. And it's just basically a yes, no question. Um, and that, uh, brand registry, brand analytics. You can assign that to more than one selling account, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, <laughs> I just, it sounds really, it sounds like I should know the answer already being involved like years. Just never really thought about it because we've well, always just assigned well, hold on. Let's, do, let's give you some credit here, Robert. Brand yeah. analytics and brand registry are confusing as hell. Oh, they are. They are. <laughs> <laughs> and and the access to those is not transparent on Amazon's part. Let's no, be it's very not. clear. I've okay, just never so, really thought about giving brand analytics to two seller accounts that we've never run into. We've never really dealt with it. And now just like, oh, wow. Here's how to do it. Uh, yeah, you just got to ticket Amazon until you get it, I guess. <laughs> kind of. So step one, add brand registry to the second account. Have you done that yet? Yeah. Okay. Step two, check the global user permissions. Okay. okay. And step three, file tickets until you get it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's but, step but three is like, usually the one you end up at. Everyone ends up at. My prediction is the step that you're missing is probably step two, which is the global user permissions. Which, In brand by registry? Way, which, by the way, I didn't know existed until about two months ago. And I was trying to change my account name, not my display name, my account name, and was so frustrated, I was sending multiple emails to Jeff at Amazon. I'm like, why is this so stupidly hard? Why can't I change the name of my account? And then they kept repeating back the help file, the global use permissions. I'm like, what is this? Well, once I finally went and read the help file with a detail fine you know, comb, I discovered that, man, there's actually some new permission settings. And Brain Analytics, I'm pretty certain, is in there. Uh, so type in to Google global user permissions, my Amazon guy. I'm going to share my screen so you can see which video this is about. Uh, let's see. I don't think my actual new video came up when I Googled this. I've got ad secondary users, can't access user permissions. None of these are the correct ones. I have a new video about two months ago. Grant brand registry benefit search query. This, this one might be the right video. Um, but in any case, you want to you want to go to the global user permission. See if you can find that. If anybody finds the actual right video that solves this, post it in the comments, um, and we'll we'll make sure we we showcase that. Um, but that's yeah. So that's that's what I think you need, Robert. Okay. So the more more complex, open ended question is: I'm about to start develop a process around managing product reviews, and I'm pretty sure it was you I heard speaking about it. It is possible. You can open tickets and say, this is against terms of service. Yes. Please review this. And then you quote them. And it's basically a ticketing process. 
Correct. I do have a really great guide on this that will help expedite some of the verbiage. But okay. to be very abundantly clear, 3% success rate uh, <laughs> at best. So okay. that means that means virtual assistant tickets and you're probably going to pay you're going to probably pay $40 per review removed, which seems really high. But if you get that one that really one bad one removed, it might be worth it. So don't do this on every negative review ever. But here's the guy. Just just type into Google, uh, remove product reviews, my Amazon guy. We have here pre-written and explanation where to go in the ticketing process and the review type. If it's about the seller, if it's about the shipment, if it's about the packaging, the competitor, the wrong product. We have every one of these listed out. Copy and paste this and you will be surprised. You don't actually have to write too much more than this. To get it to work. My, my tickets are always super simple, like one sentence. Yes. No euphemisms, no pleases, no thank yous. <laughs> Just straight to no point. Here is what I need. Yeah. Now, my question though is why can't Amazon do that back to us? Why can't oh, Amazon just give me support yeah. where it's like, you asked for A and I gave you A. Instead, they're like, you asked for an apple and I gave you a steak crap sandwich with poop. And, and then they say please and thank you 500 times. Before they get to any content. And they tiptoe around every, like this customer service needs to not be flowery when it comes to technical troubleshooting. It needs to be problem solution done. That's so, what they want our POAs to be. I don't get it. <laughs> doesn't that blow your mind? They're like, they're, they're not delivering what you want back. No. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, but that was very helpful. I'm going to check your website. Uh, Side note, I have started buying some of your courses for a couple of my VAs. How's that going? Uh, they already like them. Uh, I don't know if they started using them yet, but I told them, uh, you know, Merry Christmas. I bought you some courses. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you doing that. Thanks. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, we'll, we'll plug it real quick. So mag-school.com. And we have a lot of new courses that are coming out. We just launched customer service. I scroll Thank through them. I, I love the organization around them. Yeah, and they're all really simple, 10 to 20 bucks a pop. We have the the super entry level ones at 10 and then everything else at 20. Um, but like there's all kinds of things in here. A couple of bundles in here if you guys want to save a couple bucks. Uh, but at the end of the day, we're losing money to put these on. So uh, feel free to check those out. While, while I have you in here, Robert, let me get your take on this. I haven't shown this publicly yet. Uh, probably in the next 12 hours, everybody, if you go to myamazonguy.com slash hope we're going to launch a new product. It's also going to show up on the coaching page right here very shortly. Uh, our designer is working on it literally right now. Um, but at myamazon.com slash Pope, you can't purchase anything quite yet. We are about to roll out a brand new coaching service um, that will we'll have like a cohort of 50 sellers and in it, weekly group sessions, uh, basically the same thing we're doing right here live, except private with 50 people on the call, everybody sharing their experiences uh, weekly with me, a Slack channel where we can communicate in real time, where I personally am going to respond to those threads, uh, unlimited access to Mac school courses. I'm going to have to figure that out now that I think about it with uh, multiple accounts and VA scenarios. So I, I, might, I might have to think of that. Geraldine, write that out as a note. We have to figure out how we're going to create that limitation. Probably one account, one account lim, uh, unlimited. That's probably how we'll do it. Uh, and then uh, all of our SOPs, 500 of them, minimum. We actually don't know what our actual count is. It might be closer to 1,000. Yeah, we're uh, up to probably 40 or 50. Yeah. I, I love the idea. Yeah. 
And then a discount on my refund guy and trademark services. So I, I have not talked to a single person about this outside of the company. What, what's your hot take? Do you think people will sign up for this? Oh, I, I love it. I, that segues into my last comment in closing, which was I'd love to have a jam session where we're just talking about the brand analytics reports and how valuable they are. Because I heard a couple podcasts where they brought a panel on and it's like there's so many angles you can take on this. And it, you know, it's like Brandon Young's like Amazon. Sol- it literally solved what you need to work on. Oh, my PPC yeah. is too expensive. Well, look at that report and follow the funnel. You can see exactly where the problem is. <laughs> you you point about it all the time with your ICAP. That's where all the problems or all the solutions are. <laughs> you're completely correct. So here is my Age of Sage brain analytics. House of the Dragon merchandise, 14,000 people searching this. I have a brand share of 4% on impressions. I call it the ICAP marketing funnel because ICAP stands for impressions, clicks, add to carts, and off the screen to the right purchases so if anybody oh, hasn't checked that out my about this report that applies to you as well you have your age of sage in a three pack like a six and a big bundle mm-hmm. if you download like 10 weeks worth of data for all four asins and line them up you can see that for some of your variations there's a keyword that is super high on the search query rank and then for others it it's doesn't low. even get an impression and that tells mm-hmm. you that for the other one, you need to focus on that keyword to bring it Maybe. up. Maybe. Maybe. It shows you where the hole is and possible reason to fix it. <laughs> the reason I said maybe is because if if the if it's a sizing variation and like the hunter pack's yeah. not indexing on sage candles for cleansing house, which is my my big case study, yeah, um, that may not matter because you can only have one skew in the variation tree rank. Yeah. on the search page. So it, it would make sense to me that the impressions would go to the single SKU. Now, if it was a different SKU or a different ASIN outside of a parentage and it had a different result, that might be a more indicative likelihood of, of doing that though. Oh, that's a good point. I forgot my, my, my size variations are not in a variation. That's why I feel like it's a, the whole, I, I keep them separate for now. I'm doing a little experiment, break, you know, breaking up my families and having four, distinct like you know uh, the single pack which we make no money on the three pack and then the six so i love parentage theory uh you bring up a whole new can of worms (laughs) in general parentage good uh breaking parentage you need to have a litmus test because the parentage generally has google ranking and other benefits my litmus test for breaking a parentage are two skews 80 percent of the sales and 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 at least 40 percent is on SKU A uh, and B, right? So so two power SKUs on a listing. If so, break it in half. My main reason for liking to break it is when I search for, you know, say, Sage for a home, now I get search uh, search spot one, two, and three, and I push everyone I mean, else down. The number one benefit uh, to breaking it is additional search. And so spots. So this is the actual product in question. Notice how Sage Candles for Cleansing House showing up number one here. So, so Robert's point earlier, it, it literally shows you where to prioritize. This is proof of that, right? And, and so I had a, 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 a an percentage share, but my click share was gigantic in comparison. It still is, right? And I was able to triple my market share on this one keyword in seven weeks 
by by targeting it. And I put it in the title and I, I emphasize the ads and stuff like that. So it's a huge reservoir of data and information. And you're totally right, Robert. Yeah, I, I'd love to uh, see your new uh, that new coaching thing you guys are putting out. You know, looks really valuable. Um, you know, <laughs> so, so we're going to have that live, hopefully by end of day today. Uh, my Amazon guy com slash Pope. If you guys want to be one of the first 50 to sign up, it, it's going to be uh, 999 a month. Cancel anytime after that. Uh, so no commitment and we'll go from there. So we'll see how many people sign up. The reason I op- wanted to offer it though, is because not everybody can afford our full service and some people like doing the work. They just need some coaching. Um, yeah. and, and they can't afford a 30 minute, $400 session with me, but in Slack, it's going to be a communal effort. So, all right, Robert, thanks for coming on, man. Hope, hope, uh, hope our pitch for Pope plus takes off. We'll see. <laughs> Slam that like and subscribe button and join me every Thursday, noon Eastern Standard Time, where you can watch Amazon sellers come on camera and ask me literally any question live. We'll see you then.